Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. And my guests have all been incredible in their own right, inspiring, insightful, informative. And I know my guest today will be more of the same. She is a powerful, inspirational speaker, lecturer, anointed preacher, a dedicated mentor, a transformational certified life coach, a writer and psalmist. She truly exemplifies a multidimensional woman. She's a woman who absolutely adores being a mom and a grana to her five children and seven grana sugar bears. Through her witty personality and kind heartedness towards life, she lives by her words, live and love better. She is a powerful, relevant voice that is being used to usher in healing and restoration to the kingdom of God. Her life has crossed denominational barriers, ethnic and gender boundaries. Her words of wisdom and insight have caused her to become an encouragement to many. She is the CEO of Black Dress White Pearls, an event that is hosted annually honoring women who are conquerors of domestic violence. She is a native of Knoxville, Tennessee, a faithful daughter, sister, and friend. She's a full-time traveling evangelist, motivational and marketplace empowerment speaker. And through her transparency and authenticity, she speaks with a revelatory word that provokes people to never stop pursuing their God-destined dreams. Her passion is ministering life to people who feel as if God could never use them again because of their proclivities. She is an influential voice to women. Her passion for sisterhood is valuable in her structure to building up women. She teaches them to tap into their God-given potential and live their best life now. She is the author of the candid book, Take Your Life Back and Live, The Secret Life of Adultery, an engaging literary work, which speaks boldly concerning her amazing testimony. She most recently released with an awesome team of co-authors, a new American singles journal. I'm single, now what? We're so excited that in 2022, she will be releasing another book, Speaking Life to Single Moms. She's written many manuals and protocols on leadership and administration and entrepreneur at heart. She is also the CEO of I Am Different Custom Made Arm Attire that has become a six-figure business during COVID-19. She has received the Pillar of Success Award, Black Influential Women's Award, 
community influencer recognition, just to name a few. Additionally, she sits as an advisor on many ministry and community boards. She has a bachelor's and master's degree in Christian education and counseling. And in May 2016, she completed her education with her doctorate in theological studies at Kingdom Truth University in Jacksonville, Florida, and held the prestigious honor of magna cum laude. There, she serves as Dean of Student Affairs and as a part-time adjunct professor. The statue in her personality resonates, a thought-provoking and non-judgmental flair. She is my sister. She is my friend. She is a powerful voice for women. And I'm so grateful to have here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, Dr. Ann Mercer. Hey, Dr. Ann. Hey, Dr. Vicki. How you doing? I am great. I am wonderful. I am awesome and amazing. And I know you are are too. Listen, (laughs) how did it feel? What were you thinking? What was your experience listening to me read your bio? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first time I've listened. When the person that wrote it sent it to me, I was like, ah, that's just a lot. I think the only thing that I really was like, yeah, I do, is that I absolutely love being a mom. I love it. I think it's the greatest gift to women. Uh I was, wow. I was like, wow, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I, I take the time. I take the time to read the bio of my guest. And I prefer to read the long form version, not a short abbreviated two to three sentence version, because at the top of our conversation, it's an opportunity for me to shine a light on who you are, on what you have accomplished, what you're currently doing, what your vision is. And you took the time to become this person, right? And if COVID-19 taught me nothing else, It taught me to be fully present in the moment and let people know how much you appreciate them, how much you admire them, how much they inspire you. We need to let people know that while they can hear it. So thank you for being who you are, doing what you do, and for receiving this affirmation bath and allowing me to celebrate you and honor you and shine a light on your brilliance and your amazingness, which I met from the moment we were introduced to one another. So you've been consistent, you are consistent, and I just appreciate that in you as a sister and as a friend. Yes, so ditto. you, You are awesome and thank you. Who inspires you, and Where do you glean your inspiration? You know, Vicki, it's, it's something I get asked that question all the time. I have really a community of people that I glean from. Uh-huh. Uh, you've been one of those voices. Even we could go months without speaking, and I will go to your wall, or you'll post something, and it, it will really shape something that I'm going through that day or give me some insight of wisdom. Dr. Sean Strickland, listening to her, pulling for her, Bishop Carolyn Love, 
here in the city, you know, uh, my first lady, Lady House. Sometimes I just sit and listen to her talk about life and experiences. I read a lot of books, you know, Dr. Mark Hanby, she's dead and gone, but Fuchsia Pickett, and I could go on and on because I feel like mantles never leave the earth realm. And so words that they spoke back then have become so relevant now. Yeah. So a lot of times I read, I do a lot of reading. So I, I have a really large community of, sometimes I don't even have a personal relationship with them, but their relevance becomes so impactful in my life in this moment. So it's like different transitions. It, it, there's a different voice. So it, it is always a trail of the same people, but sometimes added different relevancies to those journeys that I'm on. You know, and that's the power of the internet, right? And having access to the world in this digital yes. age that we live in. And if people would just pause long enough to take advantage of that, I think all of us really could be further along if we invested that time in our minds and in the cultivation of our talent, our gifts, our knowledge base. Like we have no excuse today. Like you can go to YouTube University and learn whatever you want to learn. Like I, I have a girlfriend, she actually recently braided my hair for me. She learned how to do braids on YouTube during the pandemic. And you would think she has been doing hair for decades, but she was just like, I just wanted to learn. So I went to YouTube. That's just an example, a very practical Mm -hmm. example. But we have access to whatever we want to know when we apply ourselves. Listen, who are you at your core? Like if you take away your titles, your functions, what you do, who is Anne? What are your core values? Authentic, loyal, sometimes to my demise, but very loyal. I'm present. I am interested. Very studious. People don't know this, but I'm very, uh, I'm an introvert, but I love people. Yeah. And and one thing that I, I appreciate that God has given me, I know how to make everybody feel special, even if they're not special to me. Mm-hmm. So I I that's who Anne is. I, I'm a very uh, I'm a life giver. I I allow you to stand and heal in my love when you can't. When you when you can't love when you can't see your way back. I'm I'm a confidant and I love I'm I'm a comedian. People don't know that, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dry humor person. But yes, that's who I am. That is so beautiful and accurate, I would say. <laughs> and accurate. Listen, so understanding and that we learn many lessons over the course of our life. Share a lesson or two that has caused you to pivot. If you don't deal, if you don't deal with life, life will deal with you. That's one of my greatest lessons because, of course, I was raised in a family 
you know, all of us, I think, were raised in some parts of our family. They told us what goes on inside stays in the house. And uh, to some degree, that that was protecting the image of the house. But then it made me live a life of deception. Mm. And that I was not okay. And I learned through that, that it's okay to be not okay. Mm-hmm. And to seek the help that you need, it's not, it may be abnormal to what you were raised in, but it's normal to your journey. And I've had to learn a lot of lessons by really dealing with life that happened to me as a child, coming up, the environment that I was in, the the advice that I, I had to unlearn things that I thought was my truth. And that was difficult because that's, that's what you were raised in and it becomes your way of life. But the Holy Spirit within us, because we're spirit first before we became flesh. So the spirit man in me, I knew it was wrong and I, and, and I felt disconnected, but it was right because that's the way I was trained. So I was trained to try to override truth And as I got older and grew in God and grew in my maturity and grew in understanding the power of my soulish energy, I had to really come face to face with life because life was handling me and I was not handling it Mm -hmm. because there's a difference between being private and living secretive. And so I wasn't living a private life. I was being secretive. And so the secrets started manifesting because they were housed in 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 a, in a pool of deception within my family and within me, so I really had to deal with my issues so that God could really heal me, so I could come. I had to deal with Ann. So I think those are two lessons I've learned. So good, so good. I love that you said I had to unlearn things that I thought were my truth, and there's a difference between privacy and secrecy. And the first lesson mm-hmm. you shared is if you don't deal with life, life will deal with you. So, Absolutely. so good. So good. Share a moment with us that changed you forever. Like after it happened, you knew your life would never be the same. Well, you know my testimony and um, it's two parts to it. One you know, the very candid story of my life where I was raised in a church and my family was very influential in the church. And I was raised in a community of women who were hard workers. They weren't educated, but they were hard workers. And they were survivors and they dated married men. So they raised all the women, all the young girls in our family to date a married man, go with a married man because there's no commitment. And, um, but they'll take care of you. So although Vicky, I, since I knew that was wrong, but that's the way I was taught. So the most important ages in a child's life is from newborn to age six. And that is what I was raised in. And before we come aware of the environment, uh, words spoken in our environment still shapes our reality when we don't even know we're being raised in it. 
So then I was raised around perversion. You know, my father was dealing with his own battles of uh, not knowing if he wanted to be married or if he wanted to go into the lifestyle of homosexuality. So through that growing up, uh, I was taught to hold secrets that my dad was struggling. Don't tell your mom that you saw me in makeup, you know, and then my mom, you know, having affairs and my dad having affairs. So I thought well, that was normal. You, you have affairs, you fight, <laughs> and you stay mm-hmm. together. So coming up in the church, then when I got saved, the, the scenery of the church didn't look no better than the scenery in my home. Wow. So I'm seeing affairs, people, you know, pastors and then pastors wanting to date me. And I'm thinking, well, hey, I mean, maybe this is what happens. Maybe this is normal. Hold the secret. You know, your bills get paid. You're going to school. You're a single mom. You're not struggling. You know, so I thought, I this got to be wrong. But it was right. And that's why. I don't walk in judgment because until we deal with the root of a person's reality, yeah. you'll never shift it. You'll never shift it. And I grew up in a day instead of instead of asking what's wrong, they dealt with the consequences of your issues and never dealt with you as a person. Mm-hmm. And you don't understand. You can't put a cross on a spirit. You can't you know, set a spirit down, you got to deal with it. But they didn't have the capacity or the knowledge or that spiritual education to deal with that type of root. So I grew up and then I got grown and I married and then I was divorced and then went to this church and I had an affair with my pastor. Didn't start out like that. I started out hiding his affair that he, this young lady, I'm thinking, they, they cheat my eye. It ain't got nothing to do with me. So I was covering it up, you know, and everything. So then when he made his announcement that he was leaving her, people started blaming me because we were close. But I had to realize that was my trait because I happened years before. Everybody forgot about it. I was forgiven for it. Then here it is again. So although it wasn't my fault, it looked like my picture. And it was not until then I started saying, oh, okay, y'all want to have something to talk about? So I became competition to a, to a spirit that I couldn't win. I, c- I couldn't beat that. I, c- I couldn't beat that fight and then going out with him, trying to show people, oh, I got him. And like my mom them did, oh, if you had been taking him at home, he wouldn't be with me. That is the wrong attitude. Right. And so, but I did, I operated in that. And so- we we ended up, he, you know, being together. He was, sin will blind you. Sin will make you think you're right and you're all the way wrong. I mean, it was just ridiculous. So he was nobody I never would have dated. Nobody that I never would have even married or, or messed around with anything. But a broken girl becomes a broken woman. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so we got married and we relocated to Florida. But through that whole process, that began the ultimate spiritual pivot of my life. And I knew if I came out of this right, my life would never be the same. So we got married. God was dealing with me. I never had a wife connection because in the back of my mind, I always knew this is this 
this is this man's, this is this woman's husband. And I felt her prayers. I would wake up in the middle of the night and feel her pulling him back and feel her crying for him and, and anointing her room. And I would see in the spirit her literally anointing her house and calling her husband back home. So this one particular day, I go to this big conference. They were bringing in Noah Jones. And of course, because of who I was in the city, they allowed me to sit on stage. It's about 5,000 people in this church. This Caucasian guy got up to do the offering. He said, before I do the offering, I got something I need to say. God is going to raise up somebody's name and your voice is going to be internationally world known. You're going to be highly respected, but you got to make your wrong right. Do I tell you that thing hit my spirit? Make a long testimony short. I started weeping, went home that night and said, listen, I got to give you back. We never should have got married, blah, 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 blah. That night I went to bed. He was like, that ain't, the, that ain't God, that's the devil. And I heard the Lord say, Vicki, if you go through this right, if you struggle right, you're going to reign right. Wow. And I knew I was hearing God. So I kept saying, I got to give you back. I got to apologize to this woman. You got to go back and apologize to her. You got to go back and talk. You got to restore your marriage. You were never supposed to leave. Blah, 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 blah. Went through that. That November, he went back and apologized. Perfect. Did not know they had, you know, talked or whatever. That January, the following year, he got up in church, said he's moving back to Knoxville. Wow. Out of sight, out of mind. Good. I will divorce him. They're going back. He's going back to her. They were restored. Their marriage, their church and everything. But I didn't make my wrong right. So TBN had opened up for me. I'm walking through the airport. The Lord said, this is the day. How are you going to minister to a millions of people and you have not fixed this one broken soul that you did? Wow. I called her apologized to her, crying, bawling in the airport. It's like, ma'am, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just apologizing to somebody. Uh But I knew that was the beginning of my life and that I would never be the same. And and I, I needed her to release me. And I promised the Lord that day. I called my mom, my family. I told my children. I would never embarrass you that way again. And I thank God to the glory of God. That changed my life. And not only that, but I went through this phase where I had to ask the Lord to break that spirit off of me. That I am not an adulterer. I had to change my name. I had to, because what the words that everybody else had called me, I start taking on the nature of. So I, I, I'm not a homewrecker. I'm not a homebreaker. And then when I became, when I got remarried and my husband cheated on me, I had to think of the tools and walk through the forgiveness of what I did to somebody else. Mm-hmm. That also changed my life. And it helped me also to give grace to my, to my, to the twins father. Cause I remember sitting in the truck talking to you one morning and the Lord said to me after our conversation, what happens when Saul and David are anointed? Don't touch him. Don't cut his skirt. I'm going to teach you how to give him grace, the same grace that was given to you. And I'm also going to bring you out of this. And I, and, and I remember the transition. So those two moments really changed my life forever. And I knew I would never be the same again. Listen. And that is the conclusion of the whole matter, ladies and gentlemen. 
this is what you needed to hear. That transformation, deep transformation, generational curses, all of that can be reversed when you make a decision that you want to live a different way. Powerful, powerful. And I know you talk about the details in your book, Take Your Life Back and Live the Secret Life of Adultery. You all need to get that book and read it. My last question to you, Anne, because here we are at the end. It goes quickly, but that was so powerful. Thank you for your transparency and your vulnerability. What are you grateful for? I am grateful for life. Mm -hmm. I am grateful for an opportunity to live again. I am grateful for my ability to love sisters. Yeah. And to be present with them and to be sisters to brothers. And I'm I'm grateful for love and life. I'm grateful, Vicky, for love and life. So good. So good. And your legacy, you are living, you know, the impact you are making, your testimony that you so freely share. I know it's what drew me to you is just your fearlessness and your courage and your transparency. This is awesome. How can people connect with you, Dr. Ann Mercer? How can they get your book, invite you to speak? How can our listeners find you online on social media, website, social media, whatever you want to share, share that. They can reach me on Facebook at Ann Mercer, spell A-N-A-N-E. You can get me on Instagram, IG, Lady Ann Mercer, on Twitter, Dr. Ann Mercer. Uh, my website is being revamped because I'm rebranding for the business side and my personal, my business, personal and ministry. And um, but you can email me at Dr. Ann Mercer at gmail.com. So awesome. And you all have to check out her I Am Different custom made arm Yes. and attire. It's beautiful jewelry that, that she makes, that business you started during COVID that is a tremendous blessing to your bank account. We yes, celebrate your success with that. <laughs> Thank you, Anne, for being here with us today on the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I invite you all to listen to past episodes and certainly share these episodes, visit my website, VickiJohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at all things Vicky and Vicky is V-I-K-K-I. Listen, soul wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So go out into the world, live with passion, live on purpose. And as Dr. Ann Mercer so eloquently shared with us today, if you don't deal with life, Life will deal with you. And I'm going to add, if you don't deal with your stuff, your stuff Hmm. will deal with with you. Live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on soulwealth at dcradio.gov.